FM 104 is switched on and I'm joined by Carlo and Florence of Next Stop Who Knows. Hello. Hi, Louise. Hi, Louise. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for chatting to me. So you left your nine to five jobs to find a way to travel the world. How difficult was that to begin with? Um, I suppose, Louise, once we had made the decision to do it and kind of got the right mindset to go with it, as in, if things don't work out, we're coming home with our tails between our legs and we fail to do it, but we'll have one hell of an adventure in the meantime. So once we had made the decision and had that mindset, it was actually a lot easier than most people would think. What was your first destination? Uh, Thailand. So we we booked a one-way ticket uh, to Thailand and we said that we'd uh, make our base there because it's very, very easy there. Life is just easy to get an apartment, get a scooter, get everything set up. So that was going to be the base and then we'd uh, kind of spread our wings from there. When you're planning to do something like this, what do you pack? What do you bring with you? Well, this is still a, a work in progress. <laughs> well, I, like, I, like, I like to bring very little clothes and a lot of tech. Yeah. Flower is the opposite. Of I like to bring a lot of clothes and very little tech. <laughs> Um, but still, uh, still, Louise, yeah, it's a work in progress. I think it it all depends on the bag you bring. The smaller the bag, the less you're going to bring and the better you're going to pack. Exactly. Yeah, And I suppose the faster you can move as well, because if you don't have too much, I find when I have too much stuff, I either lose something or you're constantly juggling bags. So that wouldn't be very enjoyable either if you're trying to enjoy the travel process as well. Yeah, exactly. Like I think a lot of people think you need all this stuff with you when you're going traveling, especially kind of like the backpacking aspect of it. But in reality, you don't. You just bring what you really can't do without somewhere. And for everything else, you can, you know, everywhere is pretty advanced now that you can pick up most of what you're looking for in the destination you're in. So tell me about Next Stop Who Knows, because this was your blog. Yes. So you go ahead, Carla, with that one. Yeah. So Next Stop Who Knows, we... We were doing a few trips prior to when we went full time in 2013, but we went to Africa in 2009 in kind of our first kind of major trip. That was a three month independent volunteer trip to um, Tanzania, Uganda and Rwanda, where we were working in orphanages and schools, just doing some like we're not trained in that area, but we're just kind of helping out, trying to, you know, just see how we could help out in whatever way possible. But I was doing a, a blog spot at the time, kind of like a dear diary and just recording for for people back home because there was no social media back then, really. And this was 2009. So really before Facebook even became, I think Bebo at the time was good, oh, big, yeah. but it wasn't, it wasn't too interested in Bebo. But uh, so I was doing blogs and, you know, my family would be checking in, Florence's family checking in. And then you know, we kind of slowly then kind of migrated over to uh, next stop who knows.com in 2000, I think it was 2011. And we just kind of wanted to have our own branded domain and things really just went from there. From 2011, where it really kind of got started to now, what have you learned about that whole process of trying to, I suppose, work and travel at the same time? Um, what we've learned is things don't always go to plan. Mm -hmm. So we've been to places like India where the internet isn't uh, very stable all of the time. So we've sat in corridors at two o'clock in the morning, banging our heads against the wall. Um, so the, the main thing would be the internet and kind of how important that is to make sure you have a stable connection just to get the work done. 
because with the lifestyle we have, if you don't do your work, um, it interferes with everything else that goes with it. We wouldn't be able to travel for as long as we do. Um, so mainly that and you know it's again it's just if you if you have like an easygoing attitude mm -hmm. and uh, put the put the tools in place to make sure that you have what you need um again it's not that difficult <laughs> i suppose it's kind of learning to just go with the flow and kind of deal with things as they happen it is and i suppose we're good in the sense that we work well together when i panic about something <laughs> carlo's like it's okay calm down and vice versa when he panics about something I, I'm like, it's OK, calm down. So we work yeah. well in that sense. But yeah, things, obviously things will inevitably go wrong. Um, it's just to have the right attitude to kind of say, well, look, this is just this is just the way it is. We kind of deal with it as best we can. I just know I just panic about having no Wi-Fi. That's all. Because <laughs> we're so used to it as well. This is the thing. That's, yeah. Like and even this was like, as, as far mentioned, when we were traveling around India in some spots, you know, in 2015, um, internet was a priority for us because, you know, as far as I said, we wanted to get our work done, be able to go out exploring during the day and then not having a stable internet connection in the evening would have been concerned. But we were pretty good in, in India in, in that we had mobile um, SIM cards. So we had the mobile internet, which was pretty good in most places. There was a few spots where it wasn't, but you get around them because a lot of cases, if we are somewhere and the internet isn't that great, we just find a cafe where to have internet and work from there, whatever needs to get done. How do you do most of your traveling when you're in countries? Uh, we normally take the bus, Louise, or the train. We we way prefer the train. We love we love train journeys, actually. But if not, uh, the next best option would be the bus. Or if the bus drivers in that destination are crazy, like yeah. <laughs> like in India, where we did take a few plane, uh, plane journeys because... We were just, it was very scary on some of the buses and we were thinking, I'd rather just take a two hour flight instead of a like 10, 12 hour bus journey with one of these crazy drivers that seems to be wanting to catch a flight himself. He's going so fast, but um, yeah. yeah. So first to be the train, <laughs> then, then the bus and then fly. Yeah. What has been your favorite experience over the last couple of years? You oh, might have different God. ones actually. Yeah, it's tough to it's tough to choose. I think for me, the two highlights would be the very first trip to Africa doing the volunteer mm -hmm. work. I think personally, I learned a lot about myself uh, during that trip and a lot about the world that I hadn't been exposed to before. Um, and secondly, um, a more enjoyable trip uh, would be last year. Uh, we we were obviously home during COVID. But we took off last year and we did a month's trip around Sri Lanka in a tuk-tuk. Nice. And that was just wild. It was so much fun. So they would be my my top two, I think. Yeah, I would. My most recent one would also be the tuk-tuk the in Sri Lanka because we, we hired out a tuk-tuk from a company in Sri Lanka. And I drove that around, the, around Sri Lanka for the whole month. And that was just unbelievable. The freedom... And the experiences we had in Sri Lanka were unbelievable. Going back to the early days, I think probably for me would be in 2014, we we went over to Brazil for the, the FIFA World Cup at oh, the time nice. was on. We we stayed in Rio for six weeks and we were just like 10 minutes walk away from the Maracana Stadium yeah. where the, a lot of the games were on in the final. And we ended up going to see a World Cup game as well there. So that for me was a big highlight to be 
you know, to actually be in Rio and be able to live in Rio during the World Cup was Yeah, and the atmosphere, I'd say, was unbelievable. It really was, yeah. Absolutely amazing, um, amazing experience. Have you any tips for anyone who's thinking of doing the same thing? Um, I think, Louise, just uh, do it. And I don't mean that to sound like a, a, a cliche answer, mm-hmm. but I think the more obstacles we put in our own way, the harder things become. Um, like the attitude we took, I suppose, when we left, you know, people were saying, oh, you know, what are you doing giving up a job? Like, you're crazy. Um, do you not want to buy a house? <laughs> All this mm-hmm. kind of thing. And we were like, we're just going to go see how it goes have an adventure and if things don't work out um we'll come home so I think if I had to give one bit of advice it would be just um do it and if things fail you can always come home and take the plan b option yeah because we can be quite good at talking ourselves out of things I think oh absolutely and to be honest if I had a little bit longer to talk to myself back in 2013 we probably wouldn't have gone Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's it's so important to just, you know, life is short, just take the risk and if it pays out, brilliant. And if it doesn't, there's always the plan B. Yeah, I think a lot of people as well, when they when they start to do this, Louise, or if they're thinking of doing it, they might put the added pressure on themselves of trying to make it maybe a full time income or something yeah. from blogging or maybe even doing Instagram or stuff like that. And that's especially these days, that's very, very hard to achieve. Um, and we don't as a we don't achieve that. We have a separate or separate marketing company where we make our income. But, you know, we the next stop, who knows the, the blog and Instagram. We Yes, we have made money in the past from that, but it's not our it's not our full time, you know. So there is there is a, a kind of a presumption that if you're into blogging, you have to make money from it and you have to try and sustain a lifestyle. It's it's very hard these days, especially blogging to do it, because as we know, everything has kind of migrated now to, you know, YouTube and vlogging and stuff like that, which is is a completely different game. Yeah. And you so just kind of be aware of you need to have an income coming in as well if you're planning to do something like this, too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not to like. It's not to put people off either, of course, because as Florence says, you know, you just you got to especially if you're younger as well. It's a lot easier to to try something. And, you know, if it works great, if it doesn't, you come home, you you know, you go back to doing whatever you were doing or get a new job. And I think a lot of people, maybe if they are in their 30s or, you know, obviously if they have family and that's a different store mortgage and all that, it's not going to be as easy. So we were in the kind of fortunate situation where we, you know, we didn't have a mortgage or we didn't have to worry about any of that. We were kind of free to just go and see where it takes us. Where else is on your list? Well, we're actually off back to Thailand at, in a week and a half. Nice. We're going there for uh, three weeks and then we're heading off to Vietnam for three months after that to to live in a place called Hoi An on the east coast of uh, Vietnam. We love it there. We've been there many times. Same with Thailand, obviously. So that's where we're going. That'll bring us to the middle of the summer. After that, who knows? <laughs> where can people follow your journey? Uh, so we, we mainly focus a lot of our time when we're away, Louise, doing Instagram, just because I love the stories aspect of Instagram. I just I know myself when I'm looking at people, following people, that's where I go first. So we love Instagram stories. Um, so our Instagram handle would be NXT stop who knows. And um, so you're just missing the E there and next. 
and uh, we have the blog too which uh, we don't really keep updated we have to get back onto that and we're on Facebook as well Excellent Carlo and Florence from Next Up Who Knows thanks so much for chatting to me Pleasure Louise